0: Take five. Welcome to Her Fantasy Football. You can hear us on Blog Talk Radio and on iTunes. Make sure to subscribe to us on HerFantasyFootball.com so you can get our newsletter where we will give you our four ingredients for our fun, free Vandal game. Diced, and a friendly reminder: make sure to tune into our radio show on SiriusXM Fantasy Sports Radio from nine to eleven Eastern on Saturday night. Also, you can chat with us on Twitter at Her Fantasy fb
1: I'm Courtney Kirby, and I'm Ashley Williams, and I'm Brandon Marianne Lee.
0: Boop. Week fourteen buys are done. Thank goodness. Woo. Yep. Coming back. Some people are coming back. It just makes me sad. We'll get into it later. We're leaving.
1: <laughs>
0: Justin Forsett found a new home.
1: Unbelievable. Again.
0: I think it's great. Uh, so good. This awesome. time he will probably be used. I'm super uh, into it. We'll get into that as well. It's a big week 14. Probably your first week of playoffs if you made it. Woohoo. Ladies, how are you doing in some of your fantasy leagues? We're in quite a few, so.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. on, I mean the nightmare of the family league is finally ending for me. So uh, that's yeah. good.
1: That's well, the consolation <laughs> bracket starts next week, babies. So and all like, right, that's, that's what Dad
0: was wondering. He's like, I hope they log me pick up people. I hope we still good to play. Oh, did yes. Dad not make there's it? Only four of you, so there's probably a bye this week. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: yeah, all my others are good, good shape though.
2: Yeah. Good. Did you win Scott Fishbowl last week? It didn't, uh, well, no, because it went to the weird format, right? Where you don't play against somebody else. It's just oh, like that's right. points that accrue. How did you do? Did you get a lot of points,
1: though? Mm, I
2: got okay points. I didn't get the most mm. out of my category. I don't have a lock anymore. I mean, I'm still in the playoffs, but that's not true. I think it's very confusing. So he has this whole list of all these different check marks. And I think depending on this week determines if you're in the lock. But okay. right now, I'm one space out of the lock.
1: But
0: okay. Okay. Brandon, how about playoffs. you?
1: yeah I you know I'm I'm doing really well in in some leagues so I'm gonna buy and then I did really poorly in other leagues so I'm gonna buy or a consolation bracket so uh, I, not a lot of playing this week actually. so I'm kind of excited about DFS actually. Nice. Yeah. nice. how is uh how did you see your sex
0: go last week? Did you end up winning? Are we gonna play against each other? I,
1: I did win. Yay, all right, so you may have moved on to the next round. Hold on. Let me just make sure. I think I did. So it could be. I didn't check that. My in-laws came into town on Monday night, so I didn't check after the fact, but I'm pretty sure I did. Oh my gosh. That's so embarrassing. Um. (laughs) Sorry to call you out on that.
0: (laughs) Well, I have a buy in our family league this week and so does my husband because we're first and second. So we both have a buy. So we were going to go do something on Sunday. Since it's the first week we actually can spend time with our children. Um, but then we took it back because in the other league that we play against we play with each other, we're doing we're playing against each other this week.
2: Oh, gotta pay attention. So then.
0: now now we have to stay home. Kids yeah. kids have to suck can it wait. up. Kids well, have to suck it up for another
1: month. Yeah. One more month. Yeah. One more month. So close. Family day, half the season, half mm-hmm. the year. That's all. I did win. I did win, but it was closer than it should have been. I barely won as well. Okay, good. One twenty-three point nine six to one eighteen point
0: seven four. So, mine was one forty-one to one thirty-seven.
1: Mm. Yeah,
0: so about so, four yeah. points
1: pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. But you know well, what? A win is a win. Well, yeah, a win is a
0: win. That's right. Enough about us, you guys. Let's get into these matchups. We'll try to hit as much as we can um, within the time allotted, so you guys can move on to the next level of your playoffs, or at least win your constellation prize, guys. Don't give up. Don't be last. Don't get last. Right. Don't get last. That's all La- that matters. All right. Nothing
2: wrong with last. <laughs> I am last in the family league, and there's just nothing I can do about it. Is what it is. Well, I'm sure there's consolation, bro. Yeah, consolation. She break.
0: got sixty-six point six points last week. I don't know, guys. What do you say? It seems like the perfect number for Ashley. <laughs> right.
2: I don't know. Yeah. I don't I'm, know. Because I'm the devil.
1: <laughs>
0: All right, let's get to the Thursday night games. Oakland Raiders 10 and 2 to the Kansas City Chiefs 9 and 3. This will be
2: a juicy one.
1: Yeah. So this game has like a 46 over under in Vegas. It's considered like to be low scoring. And it's interesting because I was like, that's weird. These seems like offenses that are going to score points and defenses that give up points. Um but the temperature is going to get down to about 17 degrees. Uh it's in the Midwest. It's cold. So. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Uh, I have Derek Carr ranked number 12. He scored two or more passing touchdown in four of his last five games and has four 300-plus-yard games so far this season. So if you get a bonus for that, he's – pretty decent. Looks like Murray is hitting the hot streak right at the right time, right? So he's getting more touches and snaps than he has seen all season. He's the number 14 running back. So start him as well. And I don't know how you don't start Amari Cooper, um, or Michael Crabtree this week. Marcus Peters is probably going to be on Crabtree more than Amari Cooper. And he is like a pro bowl kind of cornerback. So, um, I guess warning, but I still don't know if I would sit Crabtree to be entirely Frank. Um, Cause how can you, I mean, yeah. I just, I, I just, at this point you're in the playoffs You kind of have to, you know, dance with the girl that brought you. And if her name is Michael Crabtree, then <laughs> you've, you've oh. found a real gem is Aww. pretty much what I'm telling you. Uh, no, I, I, I just think that it's a little weird. Now, last time though, to be fair that they, when they played, they only scored one point, you guys, two catches for 10 yards. Yeah. I'm just going to, I'm trying to be real with you. Just trying to be real. Uh, Sleepers, none really, because Jalen Richard and Jamie Olawali could do something, but you'll never know when. You'll just never know. And I'm not going to tell you that they're viable options. Seth Roberts isn't involved enough either, although he does have five touchdowns on the season. So he's totally a boomer bust guy. But as I said, I'm kind of excited about DFS, so maybe I'll use him in one of my DFS leagues. And Clive Walford hasn't seen more than four targets in a game since week two. And Kansas City gives up an average of 41.1 yards per game to opposing tight ends and two touchdowns all season.
0: Boo. Boo. Gross.
2: All right, those Chiefs. So it might be the first week we see, uh, yeah, but not so freak last week. No. It was just kind of, it was just
1: Tyreek. Yeah. You know, that's okay. It reeks. (laughs) (laughs) It didn't reek, but. It didn't reek, but it, it, you know. It it could have reeked reeked after a week in my trash. (laughs) <laughs> oh Brandon. It's getting Brandon it downhill fast. Brandon's
2: already loopy and we are match on the right. first That's match one. matchup
1: and Brandon's already losing. Cold now. medication, man.
2: That Cold that does medical. not help. <laughs> that does not help. Um well here's the issue with Tyreek, Ty Freak, just Reek, which I can't do because then it makes me think of Game of Thrones. So I can't do that. But uh Jeremy <laughs> Macklin was a full participant in practice both Tuesday and Wednesday. Um so there's a good chance that he's expected to play against the Raiders. Now, the Raiders, again, with the 15th most fantasy points, two wide receivers, so it's a decent matchup. But again, Jeremy Macklin hasn't been exactly knocking your socks off all season long, but he adds just enough of a foil in for those people that are the Tyreek Hill owners as to, well, what do I do now? Because now our top receiver is back in the mix. Is is Tyreek Hill still going to get those the looks? I don't know. Right now, Travis Kelsey is the guy. He caught eight passes for 140 yards. Mm. An insane game against the Falcons. And this is now three games in a row that he has had over 100 yards per game. So
1: he and he's is a tight
2: not, end. And he's a tight end. He's the hot hand. He is the and top plays tight plays for the
1: Chiefs. Plays for
2: too the
0: Chiefs.
1: Things. It's too but many. It's too much. He's, he's, he's been the reeks. guy. Ha, it rings, end <laughs> Um.
2: He's their guy. So, for me, that's your constant. If you're looking at a constant on this team right now, it is Travis Kelsey. The Raiders give up the 12th most fantasy points to tight end, so I would expect another 100-plus game out of Travis Kelsey this week. If not, he may be in that high 80s, but he will score a touchdown. You can be just fine playing him. You have full confidence in Travis Kelsey. Um, but like we said, Tyreek Hill, he only caught five passes for 53 yards. not bad. I mean, that's averaging over 10 yards a carry. A catch, excuse me, but... You know, how does that change with Jeremy Macklin coming back? I think it's a little bit more of a risky play in that sense. Um, He did also rush for 19 yards, so he is part of a little bit of that rushing game and some interesting plays. But again, kind of buyer beware. See if you've got a slightly safer option just for the fact that this is playoffs. Uh, And there's a very good chance he will get you between three and five points. So just prepare yourself for that. Now, Spencer Ware had another interesting game. He only rushed for 29 yards not great and that's off 14 carries but he was able to get a touchdown off that and he also caught three catches for 23 yards and additional touchdown. so he still got you the points that you needed but he again i'm not seeing the production that i want to see out of a top running back in terms of the yardage that you want to see and feel confident starting him especially now, on
0: a team that's always been
2: a, a rushing run first team, team. Yeah. especially when you've got your leading receiver out grand they had Tyreek Hill but you would think they would lean even more on him. And again, he wasn't producing in terms of the yardage that I want to see. Yes. The touchdowns were there, but yardage is a little bit dicey on that situation. The good news for you is that this is a really great matchup. Raiders get the fourth most fantasy points to running back. So we can hope that he's going to bounce back this week. I think the, at least the solace here is he will be getting the touchdown. So you could still start Spencer Ware and feel confident about it, but I don't think we're going to see a 30 point game, but you know, He'll get you enough. He'll get you enough that you can't complain too much. Albert Wilson was someone that had a decent game. He had 55 yards and a touchdown. Again, I don't think he's going to be as much of a factor with Jeremy Macklin coming back. So you just kind of have to see how things are going to play out. And then obviously I just want to mention Eric Berry just because he's fantastic. Uh, right. Just a wonderful person. He scored a touchdown off a t- a touchdown and a two-point return last week. It was just like the Eric Berry show i don't think we're gonna see that again this week for those people that maybe started the kansas city defense um but i just want to give a little shout out because that was that was fun to watch that was nice thanks he is Ashley. so cool he's so
1: cool right he's just it was, it was just
2: it was fun to watch
0: See the one that recovered from cancer
1: he mm-hmm. is hoskin's mm-hmm. lymphoma
0: Oh man. What a guy. All right. Pittsburgh Steelers, seven and five. The Buffalo Bills, six and six.
1: Warning, because we're in that time of year. There could be a snowstorm on Sunday in Buffalo. Hi. Hi. Hey. Hey. And as we what know from last week, sexy. Sexy. <laughs> Colin, Kaepernick's one, it, Colin Kaepernick. goes, Kaepernick's one completion. What? Colin Kaepernick's <laughs> one ooh, completion. It's Fair like enough. he had never seen
2: snow before. He had then thrown in snow.
0: You guys are ridiculous. They let so him throw the ball okay. five times before benching him.
1: Oh no, I agree. But I'm saying
0: like five clearly. times. And they said he couldn't throw. And there was no completions on either side of the ball. They should have never benched him. They benched him because of his contract statement. And that's the only reason why they were making a point.
2: They made and, it. And, lost the he, game. and he also played horribly. He only threw the ball five times. Yes. How
0: can you how can you say he played good or bad when you
2: only throw five times? You can't he only threw five times, though They did I it on think purpose they dialed up. That's not his fault.
1: Fights. We don't know that you could have audibled. Hey, they only let they only let Barkley throw like 18 times. The I will game. get into that. We'll get into that. But that speech <laughs> there. That's what they should do. It's snowing and it was bad. But anyway, um, that's football. It wasn't even that bad. Let's just be clear on that. No, I mean, true. But these were two of the more, more inexperienced quarterbacks in the league, right?
2: One would argue Colin Kaepernick is perfectly experienced enough since ousting okay. Alex Smith to be able to throw a football in light snow. Oh no, we've
1: opened up the Alex Smith debate. This was not what the it. show was supposed. You can't, to go. You can't, you can't judge a quarterback.
0: You can't judge a quarterback at over five
2: throws you I can. agree, but he so, also was not playing well. I'm just they saying made a,
0: they made a statement because he made a statement about his contract. They pulled him because they didn't like what he said, and that was that. They knew what they were gonna do before it even started, so it wasn't his play. Nobody played. You mean well. Colin Kaepernick, Kaepernick made a Kaepernick. statement? Just another one. Sure. Just another one of the many.
1: And then someone didn't agree with it, and then yeah, just acted out, like you know irrationally because they just couldn't see through their rage. Yeah, <laughs> I've never yeah. heard this story before. Okay, so... Um, back to the Steelers. Back to the Steelers. Snowstorm, <sighs> whatever. Uh, it's Big Ben. They're more used to it because they, you know, are from Pittsburgh and they play in the... Um, AFC North, which is just always terrible weather. But, you know, listen, Big Bang Ben, we have him ranked number 10. But his home and away splits are really bad. At home, Roethlisberger averages 327.2 passing yards, 3.4 touchdowns, and 0.6 interceptions per game. Away, he averages 233 passing yards, uh, 1.3 touchdowns, and 0.83 interceptions. It's not good. It's not good. So anyway, always on Bell, I don't care what you're doing. Always Antonio Brown, I don't care what you're doing. Ladarius Green had a huge week against the Giants, who are terrible against tight ends. He got six passes for career-high 110 yards and a touchdown. Buffalo gives up the 14th fewest points to opposing tight ends. I wouldn't expect a repeat performance, let's put it that way, but he's worth a consideration if you're still looking for a Gronk replacement and you're super desperate. But um, again, we've never seen him do back-to-back similar right. games like this. So that's why we don't have them ranked very high. Uh, Eli Rogers seems to have gone away uh, the way of the dodo bird or a Sammy Coates. I don't know if you've heard of that mm. before. Um, they're I feel gone. like, you pulled out an extinct I got- bird that's right yeah. i just love dodo birds you really did <laughs> i really did uh yeah especially on the road and in the cold i don't know and then um don't play him but it looks like chris boswell could be back this week from an abdomen injury so keep your eye on that all right great matchup for the best player of the team of the buffalo
0: bills LaShawn mccoy <laughs> Pittsburgh gives it the six most fantasy points to running backs. This could be a really big game for this running back, especially with the weather. Um, Andy's on fire. So I like him. And in deep leagues, guys, again, Mike Gillislee is a must start in deep Leagues. He found the end zone twice last week. That is four touchdowns in the last four games that he's played, six rushing touchdowns on the season, which is more than Jordan Howard, Frank Gore, Spencer Ware, Devontae Booker, Lamar Miller, and our friend Le'Veon Bell. I'm just saying. Michael. Well, Gillespie. Le'Veon has a few other things that he's doing. Well, he has a couple extra yards, a couple. just a couple.
2: Just a few. Yards.
0: And those receiving more touchdowns. More receiving touchdowns, R- yeah. Rushing touchdowns. Mike Gillisley, who is not owned by anyone, has more than all of these guys by at least two. So I'm just saying. No, I agree. Get on it. You're in a deep league. Mike Gillisley should be your flex player. He will get you seven fantasy points at least. Um Simi Watkins, Watkins did Watkins last week, yes he did, mm. uh, he saw three, three times the targets, than he did the week before, but only managed 38 yards, yeah. he didn't practice again on Wednesday, but they don't seem to be concerned, um, he should be good to go this week, but with that said, the Steelers give up the third fewest fantasy points to wide receivers, Robert Woods is back to practice after missing two games. But, again, not a good matchup. Um, so be careful with Sa- Sammy Watkins this week um, and see how it, he is moving forward. Um, I don't love him. Tyrod Taylor, Taylor was a complete bust last week. Oh, my goodness. Mm, bad. And clearly cannot be trusted in your playoffs. No mas. Let's move on. Pittsburgh has only given up 20 fantasy points once this year since, uh, since week three. To a quarterback. So it's not looking good for that man. And obviously the Buffalo's defense. You don't play a defense against Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. Come on. Denver Broncos eight and four. The Tennessee Titans six and six. The Broncos, Trevor Simeon is back to practice. Thank God. Paxton Lynch was super bad last week. No <laughs> interceptions. Um, but he only had 104 yards passing, and there was no snow. And no, no, touch. no Um, You aren't starting Simeon, but this is a huge help to Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders. Great matchup for these guys. Tennessee gives up the third most fantasy points to wide receivers. I I know they haven't been consistent. They probably will not continue to be consistent for the next three weeks. But I think it's worth the upside putting them in your lineup if you need them. Use them wisely. Obviously, if you have somebody we have ranked higher, put them in instead.
2: So Courtney. Who scored more fantasy points, Sanders or Hopkins? Oh, Ashley
0: had her Hopkins moment, Ooh. congratulations. Yeah, I did. I texted you, I was like, good job, Ashley. I yeah. played Hopkins, so I was very yeah. thankful. <laughs> but it was like, come on, finally, we, finally. We had a caller
2: on SiriusXM who was debating between the two, and Courtney took a very strong stance on Sanders, which I completely understand. Um, and even I was wavering with Hopkins, but
0: Hopkins was better. Ashley got lucky. No real analysis right there. It was all yeah. luck. Uh, Denver defense, obviously, you're going to play. Brian McManus is a must-start. His worst game since week three was eight fantasy points. I know it's kickers, guys, but if you haven't noticed, Denver has a hard time getting a touchdown. So I think Brandon McManus is a definite must-start. I agree. Justin Forsett was picked up by the Denver Broncos after Bibbs was placed on IR with a high ankle sprain. Listen, guys, I know he was just picked up on Monday, but guess what? Kubiak says that Forsett will play and will share the carries with Booker this week. That is not good news for Booker owners. Tennessee gives up the ninth fewest fantasy points to running backs anyway, so it's not like the best matchup. But they have been giving up points as of late. So, in fact, they've been giving up double-digit fantasy points to at least one running back each of, the, of their last eight matchups, except against Jacksonville. But that was Yeldon, so we're not going to judge that. I don't think that was Yeldon as I don't think that was the defense as much as that was Yeldon, but uh, <laughs> but unfortunately Booker hasn't been very productive himself, so it's just not a good situation going into your playoffs. So if you have another option, I would suggest doing that. If you are in a league where Justin is available and you is deep league and you're really struggling, pick up Justin Forsett. but. I'm interested to see how this pans out. Um, Forsett will do better than Booker this week. Really? I don't think so. I don't think I so. Don't. I think
1: Booker I've will been.
0: get the majority of the carries. And I think Booker had moments last week, at least I thought, that he looked good. Um, I think that Forsett needs to get into the groove a little bit. He'll definitely see touches, that's for sure, but I don't think it's going to be as much as we're –
2: Forsett is a Kubiak guy, and we know Kubiak are very, is very faithful to his guys. And Booker has been less than inspiring all season long. Um, so I can very much see him shake it up. He, he may not get the carries, but I think the Forsett will be productive. Um, again, I think if you play Booker, it's highly suspect this week because of Forsett playing. I just think Forsett's going to end up doing better than Booker this week.
0: I don't think so. I don't think that's gonna be the case. No. But I do I it may end up being that way by week sixteen, which is why you really have to be concerned because if you have invested in Booker to be your running back too or your automatic flex spot, it's not gonna be the case. Because I, I think Forsett um is more of a threat than I thought Bibbs was. And Bibbs did see some action last week.
2: So yeah, do you? Ashley the Titans. So DeMarco Murray's had a bit of an injury to his toe. He has been removed from the injury list thus far. Uh, But I don't want to say he was not productive because DeMarco Murray's been productive every single week. He's he's a must start. But he was losing a few carries to Derrick Henry. I don't think that's going to be the case as much this week. Denver, as we have said many times this season, You can run on Denver. They give up the 10th most fantasy points to running backs. So DeMarco Murray should be completely fine this week. Don't get panicked that they're playing defense, playing the Denver Broncos. You can play Murray. Now, Matthews has scored touchdowns in the last four out of his five games. We don't have to tell you that Matthews is fantastic. I'm sure if you had Matthews, you felt the pain of him being out on bye last week. Um, but again, Devers gives up the absolute fewest fantasy points to wide receivers, so I'm not sure that this is going to be the game that you were hoping for. It is a horrible way to come off the bye into the very toughest secondary in the league right now. But I think you probably don't have a better option than to start him. I just want to temper your expectations for Richard Matthews. Hopefully he'll be able to still find at least the end zone. I don't think you're going to be seeing some of the high double-digit points that we've been seeing in some of the other games. Now, Delaney Walker, on the other hand, has a slightly better matchup. Denver gives up the 10th fewest fantasy points to tight ends, but this is a place where I think they'll be able to capitalize on Denver. Uh, You know, It's Walker. He got three of his four targets for 50 yards in Week 12, and they were on their bye last week. He's been the top tight end in the league. He's had a bit of a hot hand, so I think you're okay playing him again. Anytime you play Denver, temper your expectations across all positions. And I don't think I'm going to play Mariota this week. I know that he has been borderline the hottest quarterback in football, but Denver gives up the absolute absolute fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks. So I'm just not feeling this matchup at all. But if you do need a crazy flex, Derek Henry is an interesting flex. They did mention they want to get him more involved with some of the short game. And I do think that if – You know, yes, Murray's been pulled off that injury report, but they may still want to give some of those touches to Henry just to keep Murray fresh and to make sure he doesn't re-injure himself. And, again, it's the absolute best matchup against this defense. So I can see them having a very heavy run, you know, offense, and that means they're going to have to spread that ball a little bit more, which is going to get Derrick Henry involved. Boom. All right, Washington
0: Redskins, 6-5-1 at the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't know what their record is
1: because I didn't write it down. Oh Washington! I just don't know how many heartbreaking games they're gonna lose. It's It's kind of Ramo, though. It's their their gig. I guess so. I guess so. Um, So uh, I'm going to check one little thing here. There we go. All right. Weather mostly cloudy with the high of 39, low of 28. Perfect football weather. Perfect. Okay. These teams are
0: ready for football season or for winter season. They're good.
1: They're they're East Coast teams. Okay. So the big news is that Jordan Reed participated in individual drills at practice and supposedly caught passes with both of his hands and did not look in pain.
0: Moving around, around
1: doing it. So uh, if he plays, then you start him. You know, if he doesn't, well, I would hesitate to start Vernon Davis. Philadelphia gives up the second fewest fantasy points to opposing tight ends. I say that, but it was actually Vernon Davis who scored the touchdown the last time that these two teams played. So maybe you even go with Davis, you know, tight ends at this point. Shake up the dice, roll it. Uh, Yes, right. It's terrible. I I wrote actually an article about the tight end position. Did you know that uh, the tight ends now, the top 10 tight ends are averaging about one point less per game than even four years ago in 2012. It's gone up every year until this year, and now it's even less than in 2012 in both standard and PPR settings.
2: Hmm. You guess because
1: Gronk's out? Gronk, you know, Graham was a big one. Gonzalez is gone. Greg Olson is like, I mean, might as well say gone. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You know, Martellus Bennett is... Hurting his ankle was playing behind Gronk. I mean, yeah, there's some big players that are. Yeah, yeah. Zach Miller was in the top 10. Yeah, so it's, you know, it's dicey, but still it's just that there's no consistent production. It's not in your head is what I'm trying to tell you. It is statistically happening to you. There are no tight ends. Anyway, uh, Kirk Cousins actually had a pretty nice game until that ending interception, which I still think they should have challenged, but whatever. Um, He still was actually a top 10 tight end at the end of it all, which is kind of crazy um, because it was such a low week in scoring. Um, But hey, you know what? If you can do that against Arizona, you definitely start them against Philadelphia and they're depreciating defense, right? Whoops. Anyway, uh, Deshaun Jackson in a revenge game. Woo-hoo! Yeah, I like this matchup. The Philly defense is disintegrating, and as of now, they give up the fifth most fantasy points to opposing wide receivers. When they met earlier this year, though, Jackson put up four, four catches for 55 yards off of nine targets. I think he's going to do better than that this week. Um, also, surprisingly, though, he was asked about if uh, he would go back to the Eagles. Yeah. This is a contract year, and he was like, yeah, that's intriguing. Yeah. I Yeah, so I'm like, is it a revenge game? It's so, I don't know. Or is it a pick-me game? Yeah. Thingy. There's
0: no Chip Kelly there.
1: Yeah. I, so bet he not, go to, I bet he wouldn't go to the 49ers. Oh no,
0: no.
2: That way. No. No, don't don't talk crazy. They don't, they don't, they don't 49ers, use their receivers so. there anyway. So why yeah. would he go? Yeah.
1: It's called Silly. an abyss. Uh-huh. All right. Uh <laughs> Rob Kelly is in under my sleepers. He had two tough matchups in a row. Um and he didn't do much with them. Uh but the Coach Gruden came forward, and he said that he wants to get him more involved in the game plan. Last week, Jeremy Hill scored a rushing touchdown on Philly. The week before that, it was Green Bay's Aaron Ripkowski. Uh, the week before that, it was CJ Proseis. So people are scoring touchdowns on them on the ground. So that would be Rob Kelly. Um, I'm still on the Pierre Garçon train, for sure, especially in PPR leagues. Caught seven of his nine targets last week for 78 yards, and that was against Arizona. Hello? 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 Hello, I'm playing he's on my misfit team. I love him. Oh, yeah. Like he's a he's the perfect misfit. Yeah, I'm also playing their defense and Dustin Hopkins and no one's on the bench. Bam. It's the Eagles. Woo-hoo. Zach Ertz did exactly what we needed from him
0: last week. Fifteen targets, nine receptions, 79 yards and a touchdown.
2: So yes. many targets.
0: So many targets. So, so many. Time. Good. That's what I like. Washington gives up the 14th most fantasy points to tight ends. So, blah, blah. Um, but that's including double digits to Rudolph and Jerry Cook in week 10 and 11. So, it's, it should be a nice play again this week. We have him ranked number seven. I think Philadelphia's defense is right there on the cuff. There's a few between, ranking between third, 12, really, 12 and 16. I kind of, they're kind of on the same level. So, To each their own is basically whoever you own at that point. Uh, Last week, Philly had a hard time doing anything other than Zach Ertz, but we'll move to that running game. Wendell Smallwood, again, had an opportunity, rushed eight times for 19 yards. X-A! X-A! Not good. Darren Sproles only averaged two yards a carry, but found the end zone and had another 35 yards in the air off of six catches. So, again, not a bad day for Sproles, not a bad play in PPR. Ryan Matthews has been out um, but did – practice Wednesday Woo. and the coach expects him back this week so if you're in a deep league I think Matthews and Sproles are decent flex options against a Redskins defense that gives up the fifth most fantasy points to running back so yeah I'm okay with that hopefully Ryan Matthews is good to go and and they will give him the ball well, who cares even if they can ball three times he'll get 20 yards and a touchdown that should be enough for you uh, in deep leagues of course Jordan Matthews we haven't listed. 29, he's listed as questionable. Returned to practice on Wednesday, but he isn't out of the clear yet. He sat out last week with the injury, so keep an eye on him to make sure he doesn't have a setback. Um, he is a target junkie. So again, a good play in PPR um against Washington that has given up three double-digit performances since 41 and since week four in standard leagues. So that's not a lot of opportunity for him to get lots of fantasy points being banged up. The next man on, up for wide receivers is Darrell Green-Beckham. He's had 10 targets in the last two weeks, but he is listed as questionable as well and did not practice on Wednesday. So that's not looking good for Green-Beckham. Keep an eye on this whole team for, uh, for injuries because they all work so much better if they're all in the field together. No, Carson Wentz, of course. That's silly. Arizona Cardinals, five six and 1 in the Miami Dolphins. Again, I did not put down the Dolphins
1: record.
2: It's like you just don't care about some teams. It's,
0: they're my teams, too. I don't <laughs> care about them. They're losers.
1: <sighs> All right. Well, it's beautiful weather in Miami. That's yeah. great. That's no need thing. no need for the weather check. We're yeah. okay. okay. Yeah. Uh sad stuff though. John Brown is seriously suffering from the sickle cell trait. Aww. And uh, they have announced that they're basically gonna keep him on a snap count for the remainder of the season. Uh, he missed practice again today. It just it's bad i feel for him yeah. so um i'm wanted to get that out of the way because we're going to talk about where some of those targets are going to go and how they're going to uh switch things around uh david johnson is unreal just- unreal I mean, we can we can go all up and and i listen ezekiel it's unreal too but david johnson is like taking it somewhere else as far as yes. i know just yes. somewhere else And I want to go anyway. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald is still a PPR God as well. Uh, we love him. We adore him. Last week he caught 10 of his 11 targets. He's a freak people. This was 78 yards and he didn't get in the end zone, but give me a freaking break. Mm. Yep. So good at Mm. football. So good. Mm. Uh, you should start Arizona's defense. (laughs) Um, also, I love that Miami – remember me saying that? I was like, I think Miami's going to get exposed this week against Baltimore. Woo. Did they? <laughs> they exposed. were naked exposed.
0: They've been exposed all season. They're the yeah. worst.
1: Yeah, but their record is so much better than – So say? what? So what? Okay. Records, well, anyway, exposed. People's records do not – yeah. Someone's getting Those arrested teams. for indecent exposure as to what happened to them last week. Anyway. <laughs> Michael Floyd, uh, we have him at number fifty-six. We don't even have J.J. Nelson on in the top sixty. Um, they could get more targets now that John Brown's out. But actually, I think it's Jermaine Gresham. Yeah. So watch out, but we have a tight end in Arizona. It's true. What? It's true. We've we've ranked him in. number sixteen this week. Miami has allowed just bought the home instead of renting he he may have <laughs> that's exciting uh miami has allowed seven touchdowns to opposing tight ends this year that's tied for the fourth most in the league five or more targets in four of his last five games and two touchdowns since their week nine bye i mean jermaine gresham someone to consider
2: yeah right. absolutely
1: carson palmer we have him at 21 even though he had his second best game of the season last week reason because he never puts them back to back and I think this is again that arm strength issue that we talked at the beginning of the season. Um, he just can't do that. Uh, it also looks like it's gonna be um maybe actually raining in Miami, beautiful Miami, but it doesn't really matter. I'm I'm a, I'm weather obsessed today. <laughs> you are weather obsessed, I like it. It's anyway, uh, I have neutral feelings about Chandler Cotton Zero. That's about it.
0: Okay. Neutral. Well, that's fair. I mean, All right, the right. Dolphins. Jay Jay had another eight-point game, which is his third in the last four games. We knew it would be guess- bad against Baltimore, though. We knew it, and guess what? He probably will get the same this week. Another tough matchup. Arizona gives up yep. the second-fewest fantasy points to running backs. Luckily, he usually doesn't do much worse than that, so you're probably going to get eight fantasy points, yeah. which might be enough for you. Um, only one running back has had double digits since their week nine bye. So... Mm. but his matchups do get easier guys. So don't lose faith. He has the jets and then the bills for the next two weeks. So
1: winning
0: just got to get through this week. Devante Parker and Jarvis Landry are basically ranked the same for me. Um, if you needed one, I think I would take the guy that is listed as questionable, only had four targets, but still found the end zone. Then the guy with 14 targets, but only 87 yards, which is amazing for him. So, with that said, that's that's Parker. You're playing and and you're not playing Landry. What a disappointment. Yeah. You're only playing Parker as a wide receiver three or flex at this point because of the injury, but he is he is viable. Miami's defense, I think you can play. He's the kind of in that same range. Uh on the bench, Ryan Tannehill. He really outdid himself last week with 40 attempts for 226 yards, one touchdown, and three.
1: Uh, He's so Tannehill. So good. He's so good. He's so good. Arizona gives up
0: the fourth fewest fantasy points to (laughs) quarterbacks. Uh, Find another option. Clearly, even in a two-quarterback league, I would look elsewhere. Arizona also gives up the fewest fantasy points to tight ends. So no Deion Sims. Um, Not that anyone was really going to play him, anyways. But there's that. Minnesota Vikings six and six. The Jacksonville Jaguars two and ten.
2: So, we'll start with a little bit of news. Coach Zimmer underwent emergency surgery for a detached retina. That just mm. sounds awful. He, that surgery was last week, uh, but he did return to coaching, thankfully, for the Vikings uh, for this Monday practice. So, he is back in the full. Whenever a head coach goes out, it's, it's generally pretty bad news for that team. It's really hard to He was going to drive to Jacksonville
0: together. if they weren't going to allow him on the plane.
2: Well, that, well, the well, the pressure, you know, he yeah, ice pressure, really. but he can, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, uh, brutal, man. I wouldn't mess with the eyes. No mm-hmm. way. No mm-hmm. way. Uh, especially since they are only six and six, so they can wait. Speaking of that, Adrian Peterson, because I mentioned the record, uh, he said he will only return if the Vikings are in playoff contention. He's not going to come back. Just to play in some last game of the season for nothing. And I don't fault him for that. Why would he? You were old, you were a vet. You're not gonna play next year for the Vikings. He may, who knows? I mean he's actually was pretty enthusiastic on the sideline, which I really like to see. And he seemed um, like
1: he was like helping coach. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, he seems into it.
0: I'm not saying that, but loved St. Teddy out there. Mm. Mm. yeah it was it was
1: it was
2: heartwarming yeah, it. yet heartbreak it yeah. was just, It, was a, rough, it was a rough game it was a rough game so but... like if i
0: didn't have to see your face for the rest of the 2016 season i'd feel much better about all the
1: injuries this year because his is the worst yeah it still is haunting right it his is bad. and his it's like bad. i mean his wasn't even fantasy relevant really but it's still like mm. well it is because it made the digs thing weird yeah well and or better i don't know yeah, well, true. what's weird about it, too, is that, <laughs> you know, we
2: look at Bradford and, uh, you know, he left the game and was replaced by Sean Hill for a bit. He did return in the second half, but... Again, we got some offensive line struggles. So you're not gonna throw AP out there with a bad offensive line who's just healing up. We've got, you know, heartwarming Teddy Bridgewater we see on the sideline, but he's on the sideline because he's injured. Then we got Sam Bradford, who's injury prone, who also kinda left. He did come back, but it's not boding well for a strong
1: finish for these Vikings. That's that's how I will word that. When now, Norv left, man. Norv Turner, when he, re- yeah, he re- re- out. resigned, I was like, Oh, things are bad. Bad.
2: I mean, tr- I I feel like there's a 30 for 30 that's going to have to come out about this because something happened, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, they obviously probably won't run it until after season, but something had to happen for North Turner just to up and leave. It's just, you know, Bizarre, I don't know. Um, but where does this leave the rest of the offense, right? So Stefan Diggs, he did return. He uh, had caught all eight of his targets. So again, eight targets. He can't be upset about that. Grand is only for 59 yards. But if he would have gotten a touchdown in there, he would have been double digits, and you would have been super happy. Um, Again, you can't complain too much about 59 yards. You'd like to see it be more. Uh, But it's not a great matchup. Jackson gives up the sixth fewest fantasy points to wide receivers, so I don't anticipate this is going to be a stellar matchup. Again, partly because this offensive line is just so poor, they're not giving Bradford time for the plays to develop and to be able to pass the ball. And with that said, Adam Thielen didn't seem to have any troubles. He caught seven catches for 86 yards. Yep. Uh, he seems to be, an, and I've talked about him multiple weeks, so he seems to be somebody that Bradford really trusts, really likes, sure hands. You know He's really developing into that solid wide receiver two on this team and someone that is trusted. So if you need to roll somebody out, I'm okay with you taking a risk on Thielen. I'm okay with that. Now, Kyle Rudolph, he started off so strong so strong and the last three games he has not been able to score the good news is the targets are there he's been targeted over 20 times about i don't think 25 times to be exact um but again he hasn't been able to score so at least the production is there where you're looking for that upside being like okay well he's getting the targets he's getting the looks there's a chance he could find the end zone probably not going to happen this week is again as the jacksonville's pretty stout against tight ends they get the seventh fewest fantasy points to that particular position um but Again, in in a season of really rough tight ends, you probably can't afford to look elsewhere than Rudolph. You're playing Rudolph. It is what it is, you know, and don't stack him up against the other players on your team. Go look at how some of the other tight ends did, and you might feel a little better about your score when he gets you up five, six points. Maybe you won't be quite as upset. Now, the running back situation, as always, is infuriates me. I, you know, it's if you can look elsewhere, I would suggest doing so. McKinnon came back and had a pretty decent week. Uh, You know, he was able to score and Jacksonville has a fairly decent match. to give the 17th, most fantasy points to running backs. Now, what does this mean for Matt Asiata who had really been the goal line guy, but you know, he didn't score last week. So is the shift now back to McKinnon? Because this is what the Vikings like to do. They like to roll with one hot hand, and then they shift. And they don't really give much to their player, and then they'll shift again. Unfortunately for Asiata owners, I feel like after last week, we saw the shift, and they're going to run McKinnon for a little bit, and probably in two, three weeks, it'll be Aziata again. But I do not feel confident if you are an Aziata owner playing him this week. Mm, sad. All right,
0: Jacksonville Jaguars, listen – how awful is it to go from playing the Denver Broncos defense to the Minnesota Vikings defense?
1: But they that's really do nice. have a bad
0: schedule. They really now. do. I mean, they're a bad team this year, but that's a really bad schedule, too. So, listen, this will be a repeat of last week against the Broncos. Do not play any of them. Blake Bortles was the highest-scoring player on the Jacksonville for the Jacksonville with a whopping 10 fantasy points. So... No bueno. TJ Yeldon was next in line with 8.2 points, but Ivory's back this week. Not a single wide receiver had five or more fantasy points last week against the Broncos, so playing the Vikings, they give up the second fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks and to wide receivers. It's not good. The 11th fewest to running backs, and we all know what a complete disaster Ivory and Yeldon are together. It's mm. not good. Bortles Robinson and the offensive coach Hackett had a sit down to try to get on the same page. But let's all be honest. It's not <laughs> going to help them this week against the Vikings. No. I don't know why you'd have that conversation right before you go play the Vikings. Shouldn't you wait until after? To each the round? Or I don't know. So. Maybe eight weeks ago. That would have been nice. That would have been nice. Yeah. What, Just, what, it's such an implosion it's such an implosion it is such an implosion I mean even Alan Hearns I mean he has played injured but he played injured last year too and he was so so much more productive and and Alan Robinson I mean it's just a complete disaster it's really Bortles is melting down like nobody's business and everybody else is 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 trickling down with him so it's it's really sad uh, Julius Thomas still hasn't practiced after missing the last two weeks in Jacksonville defense. Obviously, you're not playing against Minnesota. Well, really, you're just not playing. Uh, Houston Texans, six and six, and the Indianapolis Colts six and six. See, the Texans should not have a record of six and six. They really should have. Oh uh, no, no they, absolutely. Yeah, they're the no, they're the same they're
1: the thing. Oh yeah, they're the worst. <laughs> no, I, I'm not I'm not debating that. Yeah. I just think Miami and Houston are just their own category of. They are to their get own there? category.
0: They should be with the Jaguars and the Browns. The Browns are a better team
1: than. are teams with winning records, who have to come out every week and say, "We're going to continue starting our, our quarterback. quarterback." Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. That doesn't make We're any sense. We're not firing any other coaches yet.
2: Okay. With yeah. that said, I'm intrigued for this game. Yes. It could it could be really interesting or it could be really ugly. Either way, I'll be entertained. Um, Lamar Miller, so he left the game last week uh, because of a rib injury. He was able to return, um, but, you know, he didn't have a great game. He rushed 14 times for just 22 yards, so that's, that's not going to get it done. And then he had a catch for negative yardage, so... That also does not help the situation. But again, we've got this injury, not only to the ribs, but it's also an ankle, uh, and he was limited in practice on Wednesday. So where does that leave us? The the Colts do give up the ninth most fantasy points, so it is a good matchup for him. But if he's not fully healthy, I think that they will probably look to supplement some of those usual, because he's usually in the 20-some-plus touch category. They are filtering that out a little bit. Um, so I don't think you're going to see the numbers that you're expecting to see, even though it is a good matchup, but make sure we watch that injury report and see in the next couple of days here, how he participates in practice, um, whether he gets up to a full status, whether he's, you know, being able to cut and break quickly. I just, I don't, uh, he's a little beat up and again, he, they've run him into the ground because they've had such issues, uh, in the air with Brock. So they've really leaned on Lamar Miller and I fear. Right at the end of the season, as he is taking you to where we are, we are starting to now see him fall apart. Fall apart. Fall apart. Now, DeAndre Hopkins, we talked about a little earlier that I did call this to be the week that he got into double digits, and he did get into double digits. You
1: did it. You did it, girl. You really did it. Thanks. Thanks.
2: Nobody believed me that I said he was going to do double digits, but you know what? He did, and he was targeted eight times. Uh, You know, he had 58 yards and a touchdown. So that's exactly where we thought he was going to be. It all came down to the touchdowns, right? So that's a lot of Brock to go with that, right? Because he's always in that 50, 70-yard range. Not what you expected when you drafted DeAndre Hopkins. But the fact that he was able to score was encouraging. And again, the Colts give the 16th most fantasy points. So there is a chance that he will find the end zone again this week. I think that he will. So I think we are finally starting to see a little bit of a turnaround for DeAndre Hopkins, a little bit too late for a lot of people, but I am predicting a touchdown and I'm predicting his usual, I'm going to say 40 some yards and a touchdown. So I think he will barely creep in a double digits this week, but I do think it is possible. Now we've got Will Fuller, who is the secondary receiver right now because Braxton Miller is injured and we have an interesting tight end situation. We have talked at length about CJ Fedorowitz and That we are a big fan of him but he has been hurt and so his production has gone down a bit here but he did have the team high catches with six for 44 yards um you know and he was targeted the most as well so he still is the body and the person that brock likes to go to but oddly enough his red zone has been going to ryan griffin as of late another one of the tight ends so and griffin had four catches for 35 yards again the yardage is just okay, but it's only slightly less than what Fedorowicz had, but he's now the one who's scoring. So he has scored two out of the last four games. So now we've got Griffin vulturing our touchdowns. They're going to CJ Fedorowicz, which is very irritating. And I think that he this is now a constant. And unfortunately, I think that Griffin will probably score again. So if you need actually a crazy flyer on a tight end, I'm okay with you putting Ryan Griffin in. Look at that because Indy gives up the ninth most fantasy points at tight ends. So it's a really good matchup for somebody that has scored a touchdown in half of the last four games. So it's a good chance he'll do it again this week. So if you need something crazy, Ryan Griffin, he could be your guy. And like I said, Lamar Miller, Jonathan Grimes and um, Alfred blue are the ones that they are putting in. Alfred blue did just return to, uh, into action again. He had a calf injury. So I think it's going to lean more blue than Grimes, but neither of these guys are fantasy worthy, but it is a potential issue for Lamar Miller owners.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, this game's in a dome, so I don't need to talk about weather. No weather. (laughs) sad. 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 A lot of defensive guys are injured for the Colts, which I would say means that it could be a shootout, but the Houston offense, am I right? You're right. right. All right. Uh, Luck, you want to start him. Uh, Over 23 points when they played each other in week 16 already against Houston listed as questionable with that pesky shoulder injury, but he'll be fine. Carry on. Last time these two teams faced off, Hilton only caught three catches for 49 yards. But when healthy, he's a solid play and you have to start him. So it's going to be a lot of uh, checking of that injury report. Two bad games in a row for Gore. Uh, I think you need to shake it off. He did get 20 carries last week. I think he'll be back to his usual production against the Texans who give up the 12th most fantasy points to opposing running backs. Moncrief has a touchdown in every single game since he's come back from injury. Five weeks in a row. Unbelievable. Love it. Dwayne Allen scored three touchdowns last week against the Jets. (laughs) Jeez. Screw him. I'm not, I, I just, I'm not going to jump him. for this. I'm sorry. I just want to remind you this is first touchdown since week five. And before that, it was in week one. Houston gives up the fourth fewest fantasy points to opposing tight ends. And uh, no one, no one's on my bench because I guess Dwayne Allen has to be a sleeper because of three touchdowns. Sure. sure. There
2: it
0: is. San Diego chargers five and seventh Carolina Panthers four and eight.
2: So Melvin Gordon, he's a must. You know, he's had over 100 yards uh, out of his last five games. Sorry, five out of the last six games. So, again, I shouldn't have to tell you that you're playing Gordon. You definitely are. Caroline gives up the 10th fewest fantasy points to running backs, but I'm not concerned about it. Melvin Gordon is someone that we don't really factor a lot of these matchups into. So I think you're okay there. Where against Dicey is our wide receiver situation. So Tyrell Williams, he's been battling injuries for weeks now. Probably almost half a season at this point. Now he does, he's this is an injury he's familiar with. He knows how to play through this injury. So that's the good news, but he only had four targets. Granted, he did get a touchdown. So, and we told you could play him because he is a red zone target for Phillip Rivers. And he did have 47 yards. So you were fine there. And Carolina gives up the six most fantasy points. So I think that he will have limited yardage again. I think you can expect somewhere between 30 and 50 yards but I think he will score. So you are playing Tyrell Williams. Now where it gets tricky is what do we do with the other wide receivers because we've got Travis Benjamin who is back. And then we've got Duntrell Inman. Now Inman has scored in the last two games. So the hot hand technically is going with him. Again, we discussed how the Panthers do allow a lot of points, so there's a good chance he will score. And Travis Benjamin has only been targeted six times when you combine the last two games together. So I think Benjamin is back, but clearly he's not fully healthy or the chemistry is not there right now with Phillip Rivers. I'm not sure what it is, but right now Rivers is more comfortable with Inman and with Williams. So you're not playing Benjamin. You could put Inman in as a crazy flyer. Uh, And Phillip Rivers, if you want to play him, you've got to be thinking kind of a second quarterback situation. I mean, he's had some crazy games. I mean, he had... uh, you know, he's had multiple touchdowns in the last five games, but then he's also had seven interceptions. So you don't really know what you're going to get from him. The Panthers are allowing a little over 275 yards a game. So he could have a decent game and they give the seven most points, but I think you got to be, there's a lot of better quarterbacks that are more consistent out there than to start Phillip rivers and Gates owners. I am sorry. I do not know what is going on with this situation. Uh, Yet again, he did not score. This is the second game in a row. Um, but Caroline gives up the absolute most fantasy points at tight ends, so this will be the week, guys. That Gates does score, it's gonna happen. This will don't be the play, week. Don't play Hunter How Henry do though.
1: They both score. They've done it well, two other weeks this year. He and they Henry. what?
2: They and they both Henry. score. I mean, they can. You got to take a pretty big flyer on Henry right now because he only had one target last week. One. I don't know.
0: He was, was my, my little Walker replacement. One of my links.
2: Well, I haven't him in leagues, but I mean like I mean the, there's the targets aren't there. No. All right, those Panthers, listen, what are we going to do about Cam
0: Newton? He's the worst. Only only Newton owners really I mean, understand man. the frustration that the, how frustrating it's been to have to play him week in week out this year. Really bad. Let's just say, earlier in, this, earlier in the year, Newton had 27 fantasy points against New Orleans and then 12 fantasy points against New Orleans three weeks ago. And New Orleans, yes, an improved defense should be a consistent game for him because he's been playing them for so long. He should be consistently good. Not the case, which is the same amount of fantasy points he had last week as well with that 12 fantasy points. The potential is great, and that's why we have him ranked at number nine. But the reality is not so great. Yeah. So I can't tell you not to not play him against San Diego, but I mean, listen, you've been dealing with it all year. It's another thing that you just don't know what you're gonna get. 26 or 12, 26 or 12, and it's right there. Uh, Greg Olson has done absolutely nothing the last four weeks. So frustrating. So
1: How can he? He can't throw himself the ball. Giselle knows that. Giselle. Truth. Hmm.
0: Listen, don't give up hope. San Diego has given up double-digit fantasy points in standard leagues twice in the last four games. We have him ranked number eight. Keep rolling with Olson, As we said... There aren't a lot of other options in that tight end position where you can feel confident with them getting you eight or more fantasy points every week. So you're going to have to deal with the three or four fantasy points. Hopefully he gets in the end zone this week. Go ahead and put Jonathan Stewart back in your lineup. Hopefully you didn't start him last week. You listened to us and you don't bear any harsh feelings for him because unlike last week against Seattle where he had scored 3.3 fantasy points, he should see more opportunities to score many more fantasy points. Again, San Diego gives the eighth most fantasy points to running backs. I think he's a very good play this week. Carolina's defense, again, is kind of biting that 12 to 16 role in my rankings. We got him at 14, so mm. – Tugan Jr. has by far been the best wide receiver for the Panthers as of late. By far, he has had double-digit fantasy points in the last three games, which includes a touchdown in each game. So, if I needed a wide receiver from this team, my money's on Gen. Benjamin could only haul in two catches from his nine targets for 18 yards last week. Only two touchdowns since week three. Not my favorite play. Just not. Cincinnati Bengals
2: 4-7-1 at the Cleveland Browns 0-12. So we'll give an AJ Green update. Uh, he has said that he suffered a grade 2 hamstring tear. Now there's been a lot of back and forth as to what this actual injury is. I'm going to go, I guess, with the actual man who has the injury and believe what he is saying, which is that it is a tear. Uh, it may not be until week 17 that he actually returns, which will not do you a lot of good trying to get into that final spot of your playoffs. Um so I'm sorry for that. So if you are Tyler Boyd, Brandon LaFell owner, then we got a different situation on our hands. But we'll skip to Tyler Eifert at this point, who is being Eifert, baby, only two catches for 25 yards. But he found the end zone because that is what Tyler Eifert does. He scores. Yay. So can't be too upset about that. He's, he's doing exactly what he does. Uh, he was only targeted two times, so at least he caught all of them. But Cleveland is at the third most fantasy points to tight ends. And Andy Dalton definitely had some dominance about him last game. I liked it. It was hot, wasn't it? It was hot. You know my feeling on Andy Dalton. I love missing Andy Dalton. Mm, I
1: sure do. Um, It's weird. It's weird. I don't know. I like her now. Notes. Now he also has powers. So, like, what's Ashley gonna do? He looked good. He
2: looked good. He had dominance over his offense, and I appreciate dominance. that. And I think he is going to use a Dalton this really to remember. Gacha. Lock me up, Scotty.
0: <laughs> a Dalton to remember.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, that was good. I didn't. Even, I didn't. Yeah. You didn't that Did he catch that side. one. Yeah, she threw a, a little. She,
2: she threw remember. a little Gronk. Gronk Again. funny in for the so Dalton. You could not talk about two more polar opposite players right there, not could you? You got like good, wholesome Andy Dalton, and then you got Gronk who wants to retire on the number 69. I think they're both very interested in their hair. They are. Yeah, but still. still. anyway.
1: You can always find something common with people.
2: All right, let's I get think going. I think that Dalton will be able to capitalize on this really great matchup for Eifert. So I think Eifert's going to have a really really great game. Uh, and as I said, about Dalton who is twenty three for thirty one for over three hundred yards and two touchdowns, no interceptions against the Eagles, who have a fairly good defense. They just they've had some weird games, the Eagles' D. So, um, but Cleveland is up the second most fantasy points. So I am hopeful that we are, as Brandon likes to say. uh not fool's goal. What do you call it when these games are? Crap. Seem, no, like they seem like they could be really good, but then they, they probably won't be. I said, it's a trap a trap. Oh, they said it's crap. And I was like, well, it might no, be crap, trap. but it could be a, tra- a trap it could be a trap game. could uh, be a trap game. I don't think so though. I think they're going to be able to do. Okay. Now, Jeremy Hill, he rushed 23 times. So that share that we were nervous about with Burkhead, not, not a problem. Granted, he only got 33 yards off those 23 times, which is sexy, pitiful, so bad. But he got a touchdown. He scored. So, you know, you got you got to play Jeremy Hill. You don't have a lot of better options out there. If you can put him in a flex role, I'd recommend that. But you may have to put him in RB2, and, you know, it just kind of is what it is. It's a good matchup, though. Clearly, he's at the second most fantasy points. So I think Jeremy Hill will have a good game. Because how can you not? So now LaFell had five catches for 95 yards and a touchdown, which was great. And then Tyler Boyd was four of six for 66. They both were good. They both are stepping up. They're taking pretty much an even split of the targets from Dalton. So I think you can feel okay about playing any one of these guys. Uh, they do have a couple guys in terms of Cody Core and uh, Jameis, sorry, James Wright, but they're taking minimal targets. It's more just of a change of pace situation. So... Um, And just have different looks, different offensive schemes. But again, I think you can feel okay about either one of those wide receivers in a wide
0: receiver. Brand.
1: rg3 is back baby Woo!
0: gross i just kicked
1: in my mouth I know that's your favorite thing okay uh rain and snow 34 degrees is perfect for him to come back and probably get hurt again sad yes. but true i will say the Terrell prior senior continues to produce last week it was six catches for 131 yards the week before that it was five catches for 97 yards he's had a couple stinkers but really he's been incredibly consistent and every week i say yeah. i don't know if i can trust the quarterback situation but he keeps doing it so maybe i just have to trust it and Maybe you do, too. Since yep. That is. Go to- Playing DFS, you could make a contrarian argument for Corey Coleman, but barely. Isaiah Crowell has gotten way downhill. Um, 16 carries for 44 yards last week. Eight carries for 10 yards the week before to trust. Uh, and I cannot do Duke Johnson or Gary Barnage even though this is a nice tight end matchup uh, with Cincinnati giving up the fourth most points to opposing uh, tight ends, but it's been so frustrating all year. I don't know if I can tell you to do that in your playoffs. He could Dennis Pitya. Oh, we'll talk Screw about
0: Screw you. We'll talk about that later. Chicago <laughs> Bears, 3-9 the Detroit Lions, 8-4 and four. Chicago Bears. I am not starting anyone on the Bears if I don't have to. I know some of you have to play Jordan Howard, but this will not be the same game we saw last week. Not even close. Last week, Howard had 117 yards and three touchdowns against San Francisco. They gave up the most fantasy points. Well, now they're playing one of the hardest defense with Detroit. They give up um, not nearly as many fantasy points to running backs. Um, in fact, they've only given up double digits once since week nine. To a running back, um, so and he will surely not be running 32 times like he did last week. Right. And let me get my Matt Barkley soapbox here for a minute because I'm not gonna talk about anybody else on this team. Um, I get it, he was a complete bust. But after throwing the ball 54 times last week, he only threw the ball 18. I get it, there was weather, but 18 for 192 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. That is almost 17 and a half yards per completion. That's six yards more a completion right. than last week when he had 20 fantasy points. Let the man throw the ball. You need to trust him. I get it. You've been burned by Jay Cutler. I understand. I'd have a hard time trusting another quarterback as well, but you need to do it. You need to do it. I get it. conditions were bad. But do not rule them out, you guys. If you were in a two quarterback league, I wouldn't play him this week, but I would keep him because I think the next two weeks against Green Bay and Washington will be a delight. All right? Jay Culler was placed on IR and will most likely be finding a new home next year. So I think, Barkley, this is his moment to, to make a stance.
1: I have Chicago's defense ranked 32, just so you know. Wow. Right, the Lions. Uh, Dome game. Matt Prater. Uh, actually, he's probably their highest scoring player on their team. <laughs> yes yeah they keep winning yeah uh golden tate i'm telling you guys the people that have winning records versus who don't make no sense to me at all have you looked at it yeah. and just laughed yet because it's kind of fun golden tate's the white out with the most upside chicago gives up the 12th most points to wide receivers bolden is still the touchdown guy though it's it's very weird over there but they're the only two that i could consider um chicago actually gives up the 10th fewest fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks stafford had his first 20 plus point fantasy point uh, game last week since week six versus the Rams. So it was against New Orleans. It was freaky, but I don't know. Uh, Marvin Jones sat out last week due to a leg injury. He was limited at Wednesday's practice with a quad. He's not a great option anyway. Eric Ebron also limited on Wednesday due to a knee injury. That seems kind of like his new normal. Um, But last week, he had four catches off of six for 38 yards. It's just not enough. And Chicago gives up the ninth fewest points to tight ends. I don't love it. And Theo Riddick missed Wednesday's practice as well. That's a new one with a wrist injury. Um, P- 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 PPR play only. So I don't know. Meh.
0: All right. We're going to take a quick break here and then we're going to come back with the game of the week. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. A few more matchups left. The New York Jets, 3 and 9. The San Francisco 49ers, 1 and 11. We'll make this one a quick one, please.
1: Well, the
2: Fitzpatrick era has ended. Uh- Pending no injury. The Fitz era has ended uh interestingly enough courtney when you it made me laugh when you had brought up paxton lynch's stats because it was very similar to what fitz did in, in a half let alone Paxton lynch's whole game of uh 81 yards and no touchdowns off 12 passes but we won't get into that bryce Petty came in and the second half um and he has been announced is that he will be the head the quarterback for the next four games so we are now Last in the time. bryce petty era christian hackenberg is not going to play Guys, to stop calling for him to play. He will not play unless Bryce Petty gets hurt. Now, Hagenberg, you know, he is said that he's improving every week. And quite honestly, he's completely fine that he's sitting on the sidelines. He feels like it has improved him to be able to get a better grasp of the offense. And this is what should happen with rookies, guys. This is how it should be. They should be learning, not necessarily playing out of the gate. People took a lot of flack on uh our North Dakota boy. Carson, Carson Wentz. Wentz. Yes. Yep. Um, a lot of flack for him. It's like, he's a rookie guys. What do you expect from him? So anyway, you know, don't think that you're going to be seeing any of Hackenberg. It will be Bryce Petty. Now, Matt Forte, he <laughs> rushed nine times for 25 yards. Not great. Uh, but he also had three catches for 54 yards, so again, that's seven points. That's okay for you. Forte is a perfectly fine flex, so throw him into a flex role. He does have a hurt foot and a hurt knee, and he was limited in practice on Wednesday. So make sure that you are looking to see that he will actually play. The Niners give up the most points to running backs, so he should have a good week. <laughs> uh, with, a, with a foot injury and a knee injury and a potentially sole injury he will do fine. So go with him. I think Bilal Powell could also have a decent game. So if you need a crazy flex, go get Powell too. He could do just fine. And Robbie Anderson is somebody to consider here because he seems to be the only person that Bryce Petty felt comfortable throwing to. So interestingly enough, he was the highest scoring player on the team with 12.1 points. Sad but true. So he's somebody that's than Miami. Better than Miami. Someone that you can go out there and grab. Uh, He has 61 yards at a touchdown. And he's somebody that's actually shown promise throughout the year as well. So it wasn't, I don't think this is a one wonder game. And Brandon Marshall just hasn't been himself. He's been limited in practice. He is a little bit injured. Uh, He's someone that you can play in a flex role again. I wouldn't count on him for... um, in a wide receiver one if you don't have to. And a Nunwa, I'll be intrigued to see what's gonna happen with him because Anderson may be replacing him to some extent the last four games just by the fact that Petty seems more comfortable with Anderson. So and crazy enough, Austin Safarian Jenkins had five targets. This is a team that basically that never throws to their touch to their tight ends at all. And they threw it on another tight end as well. Only only one catch. Um but only 29 yards. I just want to throw that out there that this is someone they may be because we have a you know a rookie not rookie but a first year quarterback in terms of starting playing austin safari jenkins might actually get a few looks if you need to do a crazy tight end play there's a chance that he could actually do something because again they're playing against the niners who are horrible on defense so there's a chance that this team could score and jenkins could be one of the guys to score i know it sounds crazy i would never usually recommend austin
1: safari and jenkins but it's a possibility swanson tonight. Then- <laughs> like so you're saying there's a chance saying there's a chance there's a chance there's
2: a good chance anyway uh carlos is really the only player that you're playing consistently on this team he had 92 yards off 20 carries he is the offense of this team Granted, it was a lot of carries because of the crazy game in terms of whether that that crazy flurry that they had um But I digress. Uh, New York, uh, they give up the 16th most fantasy points the Jets do, so he should do just fine this week. We already beat the dead horse about Colin Kaepernick. Uh, He is going to get the start. He is still the quarterback. So, you know, it is what it is. As Courtney mentioned, he did say that he will void his contract after the season and will become an unrestricted free agent. Uh, He's not ruled out playing again with the Niners, except for I feel like when you make this kind of comment, you've kind of ruled yourself out coming back to the Niners. So we'll see how that plays out, but it's an okay matchup. The Jets give us the most fantasy points. Chiefs, stop it! I can't. They're not going to take him. They can't do that to Smith. Could. Well, who knows? You never know. But it's it's an interesting situation with Kaepernick. But he is still the starting quarterback. It's an okay matchup. Try to look elsewhere if you can. Um, they, get, they don't throw to any of their wide receivers, and the person that's targeted the most on this team is the tight end, as we've discussed, fans McDonald, Ooh. with only four targets was the high. That is the high. is four targets on this team. Mm-hmm. Look elsewhere. I will say, when you're getting down to the end, guys, and
0: there's people that have records like the San Francisco 49ers, 111, the Jets, you know, they're really unpredictable, and people might start getting benched, so... Not the best to play. New Orleans Saints five and seven. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers
1: seven and five. Seventy nine degree weather. <laughs> 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 Michael Thomas didn't practice on Wednesday due to a foot injury. Eek! He finished the game last yeah. week. But keep your eye on the injury report. I don't like that. I what? People are like huh? Um, okay. Mark Ingram was limited in practice as well with a toe and knee injury. Uh, and when you decide to start Ingram, he does things like 37 rushing yards. Like I just can't with him. It's really difficult to know. Uh, it basically, let's put it this way. Last week was the first time that Drew Brees hadn't thrown a touchdown since week four of 2009. We need to throw the game out. We throw the game out and and consider it an outlier as far as I'm concerned, except for the fact that Josh Hill broke his fibula in week 13. And that means that there is going to be more playing time for Kobe Fleener. As always, I play the receivers in this order Thomas, Cooks, Snead, Fleener. That's all you need to really know. Go with Mark Ingram over Hightower, go with Drew Brees.
0: Boom. Thank you. Mm
1: -hmm. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So,
2: coach has made it very clear he's not happy about this running game. Charles Sims is expected to come back from uh, IR, from the Pup List. So, uh, it could be interesting to see how that split may come between him and Doug Martin. Uh, New Orleans gives up the seventh most fantasy points to running backs, so they should be able to have a decent game. Now, Martin was 17 for 45 yards and a touchdown, which, not awful, but quite honestly, that's pretty standard for a lot of running backs in the league right now. So, I'm not sure what all he's that upset about. But... I don't think that this is, with Sims coming back, I don't think it's going to cut into those 17 touches per se for Doug Martin, but I think they're going to roll out Sims uh, as they usually did out in terms of a pass catching back. So I think that will be just beneficial to this offense and not necessarily hurt Doug Martin. Now Cameron Brate, again, as we have talked about, if he is out there, go get Cameron Brate. Uh, he had a Boop. game high. The team has six catches. Almost 100 yards with 86 yards and a touchdown. This guy is someone they, they target in the red zone. We have discussed this, so go get Cameron Bray. Now, Mike Evans had his lowest game in terms of receptions, only three, and for only 38 yards, it was hmm. not good. Um, so I'm sorry. But again, the Saints give the 13th most fantasy points to wide receivers. I do think he will bounce back. This is Mike Evans. He really hasn't had a bad game all season, and usually he has a couple bad games. So, this, you know, it just happened later in the season than normals. But I do think he usually does bounce back after a bad game. He doesn't usually string together, you know, a few games in a row that are bad. So, I think you can feel okay about Mike Evans, especially because Adam Humphreys, he missed practice on Wednesday because he's of he a concussion. So, we're not really sure what's happening there. And he's their second wide receiver. Cecil Shorts was put on IR with a torn ACL, MCL, and PCL and a dislocated knee. It's really scary. Wow. Cecil shorts ouch Um, I don't love Jameis Winston it's a decent matchup the Saints give up the uh, 12th most fantasy points but Winston's been kind of hovering in that 15 point range every single game so you know he seems flashier on TV than what his points actually dictate come the end of Sunday so I think you've got better options obviously Mm -hmm. if you're a two quarterback league you're going to play him as your second quarterback but look somewhere else for your QB one Awesome. Atlanta Falcons, seven and five. Los Angeles
0: Rams, losers.
1: 70 degrees and beautiful weather for the game. Lovely. (laughs) Lovely. (laughs) Julio Jones is dealing with turf toe, people. Turf toe. That is the worst news. Turf toe is no joke. But it is—he's expected. It's one
0: step up from a high ankle sprain.
1: It's just, uh, he went over 100 yards last week. You're going to start him, but this is not what we want to hear from our Julio no uh, Muhammad sanu didn't practice today due to a groin injury you don't play him anyway Devontae freeman is a must start the rams give up the 14th most points to opposing running backs and he's a baller mm-hmm. Uh taylor gabriel didn't score but he did still get six targets you guys if he can break another one again i mean he is still getting multiple targets a game and now with Muhammad sanu being hurt i i am still okay with rolling out Taylor Gabriel as a flex in deep leagues. I just think he's going to at least get you points. If you go to zero out, give me a break. Absolutely. Uh, Tevin Coleman carried the ball 12 times, but only for 49 yards. No catches on his two targets. I don't know what to tell you about him because you know that he's going to start vulturing touchdowns again soon. He got one yeah. last week with almost no touches. So I, you know, depends on what your needs are. Uh, and then one, one target, no catches for Austin Hooper. No, thank you.
0: It was, it was fun while it lasted. It Los Angeles Rams. Kenny Britt is the only must-start, and he is a must-start, you guys. He has had double-digit points in four of his last five games. Great. It's Atlanta, so Britt should be in your lineup. He will have a big yep. game. Sleepers. Todd Gurley is still your flex guy. What a letdown this season. I say it every time. Mm. so sad. You wasted a first-round pick on a flex. Not good. The upside is Jungy. that Atlanta gives up the th- – Well, no, it's not your fault. We didn't know. We didn't know Todd Gurley was this offensive line was going to be this bad and Gurley just wouldn't be able to get through it. I don't know. It's bad. But Atlanta gives it the third most fantasy points to running backs, including um, 17 or more fantasy points to the top running backs in the last three games. And by top running backs, I mean, like, you know, the number one running back. Booker over four Okay, so that's a lot of points. So he has a possibility to have a big game. Uh, Lance Kendricks has the ability to get you nine fantasy points, you guys. It's a great matchup for him. I think that he could be a good flyer for you this week. Obviously, Jared Goff um, is on your bench, but he missed practice today because of an illness. Just sad. Hopefully, he's okay. He should be good to go on Sunday. Not that that matters, but he does like Brett, so Maybe therefore, I, would what I have Goff. Yeah. Maybe he does. Seattle Seahawks, 8-3-1. The Green Bay Packers, 6-6.
2: So safety Earl Thomas cracked his tibia. Ooh. I kept watching that play trying to figure out how he actually – because it didn't look like bad, but then he clearly couldn't put any pressure on it. Uh, The good news is he will not need surgery, uh, which allegedly should mean that it's an easier recovery. Faster, easier. Uh, he did throw out retirement as a possible option in a tweet right after the injury, but we'll have to see what actually comes to fruition there. But that is a big hit to this defense. So for people that have the Seattle defense, uh, you know, next man up, I think they'll still be good. But he was someone that was very important to that team. So uh, Thomas Rawls, he had you know pretty good game, 15 rushes for 106 yards and two touchdowns.
1: Hey, yeah,
2: really good. I, uh, really good. I will take it. Uh, He did a concussion, and then he came back uh, passing his concussion test in terms of the game, so he should be fine there, nothing to worry. Green Bay gives up the 13th fewest fantasy points. That puts him as a middle-of-the-pack defense. I think Rawls should be just fine. I think he'll be a little shy of 100 yards. I think he'll be more in the 80 range. But I think he'll be able to score, so he should be just fine. Jimmy Graham was 6 of 9. So, again, he's getting the targets that we like to see. 63 yards and a touchdown. Jimmy Graham Ooh. is a must-start. Green Bay gives up the 6 most fantasy points, so we should see another really good week out of Jimmy Graham. Woo! <gasps> at least some consistency on the tight end position. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's because Russell Wilson, that's been his go-to guy. Uh, He was 26 for 36 passes. Uh, He was just shy of 300 yards in terms of 277. He did have a touchdown. He had that bounce-back game, as we said he would have after a very pitiful performance in Week 12. Uh, Dream Bay gives up the ninth most fantasy points, so I think you're going to be just fine playing Russell Wilson again. He is a must-start. Now, don't get too hyped up about the Tyler Lockett. Situation because this is what happens he has he always has a good game here There's taking him very long deep into the season to have it, but he you know, he did score. He was 63 yards Green Bay does give it the fourth most fantasy points to wide receivers, but I don't expect a bounce back for Tyler Lockett the way people generally I think are hoping for. Uh, as a whole, this wide receiver core has not done a whole lot this season, and Doug Baldwin's even been declining the last couple games. He did have 65 yards, but he didn't score. Jermaine curse, Gresh- uh, excuse me, was 5 of 9 for 68. It's just, you know, you expect six points from these guys. They're, they're six points wide receiving court, which is fine. That's perfectly fine for a flex, but I think you probably have some better options despite it being a good matchup um, than than they are in terms of your wide receiver. Put them in a flex. This is going to be a Jimmy Graham game.
0: Great. Right. Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers is a must-start every week, managing 16 fantasy points during the bad weather. Um, I thought was impressive. So I'm okay with it. He's still listed as questionable and is facing Seattle that gives it the fifth fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks. But unless you have Breeze, Luck, Ryan, or Brady, you were starting Rodgers. So don't ask me about it. Woo. Jordy Nelson had a huge game with eight receptions for 118 yards and a touchdown. You can start him. I get it. Devontae Adams. Boo. He screwed us last week mm. with only one catch, and it wasn't for 60 yeah. yards and a touchdown. No, no, it wasn't. But you cannot deny his upside. You have to start him. You should probably just put him in, close your eyes. He shouldn't be covered by Sherman at all next or on Sunday, so we're going to move on. Rendell Cobb found the end zone. Congrats. He still only had three targets for 19 yards, so I don't care. I don't trust him. And talk about not being trusted. This running back situation is the worst. It's the worst in the NFL, I say. Starks had one yard on four attempts and only played seven snaps. Christian Michael had 19 yards on nine attempts. Aaron (laughs) Repkowski had the touchdown, but only one yard. And then there's Ty Montgomery. He had 40 yards on six attempts and caught two catches for 16 yards. Yikes! all too much it's too much guys even if you put all of them together it's still not a great fantasy performance no, no it's like I, a subpar yeah mm. yeah so and that's four guys so it's like i i you know i don't know what to tell you it's bad so i'm not playing them i say stay away i suppose if you're gonna stay with would need one of them I guess Ty Montgomery because it seems like he's in more of the snap, so he's going to have more of the opportunities. But it's all bad. Green Bay Packers defense is on the bench, as well as Jared Cook. Dallas Cowboys eleven and one. The New York Giants eight and four. Cloudy, lower
1: thirties. Great. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Uh, they're not so, so supposedly they're uh, the cup was said to come out and say that they're not planning on resting their starters if they were to secure a bye week I don't know if that's necessarily true I don't know if it's going to happen but you know that's kind of them's the breaks so if you are a fantasy player with Ezekiel Elliott uh, or Des Bryant or even Dak Prescott on your team you need to cheer for them to lose today or this weekend so that they continue go to play Let's Go Giants, go Giants. The Giants, indeed. Uh, you always start Ezekiel Elliott. You always start Des Bryant. Five touchdowns in six games—no joke. Uh, the Giants give up the tenth most points to opposing tight ends. Allowed a hundred plus yards and a touchdown to Lideira's screen just last week. But you know what you're going to get out of it—three points. You know, I mean, he is—he unbelievable the amount of three point games he has. It's like. Mm artwork uh the giants give up the 10th fewest points to wide receivers and beasley i wasn't so great last week with two catches for 23 yards i think i'd bench him i'm actually not all that excited about the cowboys this week for a lot of their fantasy prospects except for ezekiel elliott and des bryant okay. and then we move on to the giants uh jason pierre paul will miss six to eight weeks with a sports hernia uh just thought i'd put that out there because we talked about his hand Remember
0: Paul is like Mm -hmm. the number one thing that pops up on my bleacher report.
1: Still to this day, I cannot get rid of him. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Oda Beckham Jr. is a must start, obviously. Dallas gives up actually the third fewest fantasy points to opposing running backs. Rashad Jennings carried the ball, uh, six times last week and caught six passes, uh, for 53 total yards and a touchdown. But Paul Perkins was actually more effective with carrying the ball seven times for 38 yards. People think the Perkins is going to get more work. I don't know. I feel like I've been hearing this all season. I'm not quite sure what to tell you, but I can tell you that I don't like starting Rashad Jennings.
2: Right. Mm, Flex maybe.
1: Deep, deep league flex. He's been rather disappointing. I mean, if you can't have a big game against Cleveland, like a big, gaudy game, you just don't have it in you. It's no, anyway. true. Eli Manning struggled recently over 300 yards three times this season, but he hasn't gone over that 300-yard mark since week seven. Dallas gives up the 10th most fantasy points to poison quarterbacks. And, I mean, he scored 18 points at Dallas in week one. I don't think he's going to go much over that. They have a lot that they need to get together. So, I know. It's a hot mess. It's a hot mess. Sterling Shepard, though, scored a touchdown last week like we said he would. Remember I said the I'm sorry gift of a touchdown? That's what mm-hmm. it was. But he also scored at Dallas in week one. So maybe there's another thank you touchdown under the tree. Could be, Brandon. Because mm, I put thank you Christmas gifts under Eve my present. tree. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the Christmas mm-hmm. Eve present. Exactly. Yeah squeaky wheel though Victor Cruz complaining that he's not very involved with the offense maybe he gets some love too I'm interested I'm interested in what's going on here but I'm not going to go back to the will tie well
0: Eli Eli Manning's a people pleaser. he he is yeah I agree like friction Mm -mm. so that's it bam Baltimore Ravens 7 and 5 the New England Patriots 10 and 2 this should be a very lackluster Monday night football game. But let's get into it. Justin Tucker is a freak. Talk about time.
2: Just freak. He's so expressive too. It's like he best. kicks the field goal and he's just like,
0: yes. And you know because he, he plays so football and he always dressed himself, so you know he's thinking four more points
1: mm-hmm.
0: on, so my t- on my team, on my Um, I know it's a bad matchup for him, but listen,
2: Justin Tucker. I ranked him high. Yeah. yeah, whatever.
0: Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's kickers. Uh- So you are definitely playing him. He's the number one kicker in the league for fantasy points. Steve Smith barely falls into the top 30 wide receivers this week. Tough matchup for this guy that hasn't been too successful in the last two weeks. Mm. He did see 10 targets last week, um, and three wide receivers have scored double digits in the last two weeks against the Patriots, so that's good. And Marshall, Inunua, and Brett. Um, So Mike Wallace could be a rather deep sleeper as well. In dear deep leagues, um, he has scored a touchdown in the last three meetings with the Patriots, but hasn't done much since week nine this year. So just just put out your feelers. Um, the Baltimore's defense, again, right in that 12 to 15 range. Got him ranked number 15. Um, On the bench, obviously, Joe Flacco is only on your roster if you are in a two-quarterback league. He had a great week last week with 381 yards, four touchdowns, an interception, but we know better than to trust Flacco. Come on. I think West and Dixon are too risky to play this week. West had two touchdowns last week, but it all came late in the game because they were blowing out Miami. This will not happen this week against the Patriots. I don't really see the Ravens, like, blowing out the Patriots. Um, and they also give up the six fewest fantasy points to running backs. And screw you, Dennis Pitta. Oh
1: man. <laughs>
0: screw Unbelievable. you. Unbelievable. Thank what an effort. I almost lost my league that I am clearly the number one person in the league because of Dennis Pitta. That I swear to you. I was outrage. like, that a-hole is going to make me lose this game after I've been talking so much crap about him. I'll, I'll season especially the last few weeks I'm not going to give you his stats because it doesn't matter he'll never do it again yeah, I dare no. you to play him this week against the Patriots
1: I dare you <laughs> sorry <laughs> well let's discuss the Patriots it's supposedly going to rain and snow low 40s <laughs> <Ooh, ooh. laughs> every
0: time <laughs> we need to get you one of the weather map so you can like... I really know. do. The weather's coming in strong up north. It's going to be accumulating around 4 p.m.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nimbus Clouds. <laughs> Nimbus clouds. Uh, Danny Amendola suffered a high ankle sprain in week 13. That's not good. It's a bad matchup for everything except for wide receivers. And speaking of Malcolm Mitchell again, you guys, eight catches yep. last week solidified it for me. You know, he had the three touchdowns in the two weeks prior to that. But getting eight catches is crazy. He is definitely part of this game plan. Julian Edelman has nine or more targets over the last four weeks. Uh, he is also a big part of this game plan. Uh, I'm gonna say something. Though crazy, I'm benching Legarrette Blunt. If you have like a middling one, guys, Sad. the Baltimore defense, the so, run defense is so good. so good,
0: so good. Okay, they
1: have not given up a rushing touchdown since week seven. They gave up one to Matt Forte, Uh, and then it was back in week two with Isaiah Crowell, and week one with Shady McCoy. That's it all season. Yeah. Only Matt Forte in week seven and Isaiah Crowell in week two have gone over hundred yards against Baltimore the entire year. Most are 30 or under yards. It's, it's, it's crazy. Gross. And there's some buzz about Chris Hogan and Dion Lewis, but I'm just not sold. Again, like I'm not quite sure how they're going to use either of those players. Um, Hogan, I'm more interested in than Dion De- Lewis because of the matchup. But yeah. And then Tom Brady, again, you guys, 14 fantasy points. I know he's the greatest quarterback ever to live. But <laughs> we, got, we got some issues here. And now he's going up against Baltimore, they give up the seventh fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks. It's a tough matchup all around. Just worried.
0: Who's going to score more fantasy points, Flacco or Rainey? I Brady? Have
1: to, I have Brady. to say Brady. I have to say Brady. Okay. But it'll be but close. But if you had been like but it hurts Brady you. or Dak Prescott, I'd be like hmm. – Deck. well that's yeah well
0: well that's it for us you guys week 14 <laughs> probably your first week of your playoffs good luck everybody think real hard before you put those lineups and always check out our our rankings at herfantasyfootball.com you can chat with us on twitter at her FB. you can also listen to our radio show on sirius xm fantasy sports radio from 9 to 11 eastern on saturday night for your last minute questions make sure to partake in our Banduel game diced. You can hop on our website now and find the four ingredients um, and set your lineup, and you get to play against the three of us. There's always a fun prize. So make sure you get to do that. Until next time, you guys, good luck and no more faking it.